0: Hi, I'm here today with um, Kinsey Osborne. This is Anita from Reluctant Low Carb Life. And I'm really quite excited. I've I've known Kinsey for, Kinsey, how long we've been working together? A couple months, right? Yeah. Uh, I actually found Kinsey through the Always Hungry program, which is with Dr. Ludwig. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit, Kinsey, about what you do and a little bit about yourself and your um, group that you have that I'm part of, actually.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, so my whole journey started out with the Always Hungry program. So, as you said, with Dr. Ludwig, um, and the Always Hungry program is is based on uh, you know, scientific research from Dr. Ludwig, uh, from Harvard uh, University, and I really just loved the approach that they took. Uh, They really promote having whole, nourishing, fresh foods as the center of of your diet and really making sure that everything that you're having is delicious, is satisfying, and is filled with nutrient-dense ingredients. I absolutely loved their approach and I wanted to get more involved with it, but more from a practical standpoint. So taking the research and the science and putting it more into practical strategies so that people can adapt uh, or adopt, excuse me, that way of eating into their lifestyle in a way that feels doable. It feels positive. uh, It's enjoyable. And so that's where I've recently just created this group, which of course you're a part of. Uh, And it's called the Always Nourished Program. And it's really just about taking small steps forward each day, setting goals that are achievable for yourself so that you can continue to make strides in your wellness, both from a food perspective and from a movement perspective um, so that you can just feel great. And like I say, I try and do this in a really positive manner so that you can feel really good. You don't have to feel guilty about foods. Uh, You don't have to feel deprived. You can just feel great in your wellness journey.
0: So, yeah. I love that because, you know, part of Reluctant Low Carb Life, which I've said is, I believe in this three trifecta, which basically is about fullness, freshness, and fitness. You know, eating fresh foods, eating foods that help uh, make you feel full, and also fitness, which is basically movement. So if people want to, like, let's say there's some listeners out there that might be interested and want to know, like, you know, joining the group or how they can contact you, we'll put a link in the description about it, but maybe you could tell them a little bit more about how they could join you or become part of your group if they're interested.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you are interested in, in learning more, um, you can just go to kenzieosborne.com and there is a drop down menu uh, where you can learn more about the Always Nourished community. Once you're there, you can actually sign up for a seven day free trial, and I'll personally uh, reach out, help you through that seven day trial, make sure that uh, you know where to find everything, and welcome you in. And then after that seven-day trial, if you like it and you think it's going to be supportive of your goals, then absolutely you join right on in and we get things going. And of course, if you find that that community is not quite right for you, there is that seven-day trial that is uh, no risk for, for you to give a shot. Um, and within my website, of course, you'll be able to read all about my story. So a little bit more about that. As well as the purpose and inspiration behind the community.
0: Well, one of the things that I've really enjoyed, maybe I could tell a little bit about my experience. Yeah, uh, of that you know, one of the things that I've really kind of enjoyed about the community is is a couple things. One is there's lots of great recipes. <laughs> uh, you know, like I like I was telling people, like one I never thought before of doing a smoothie with cottage cheese in it and milk. Yeah. And, I've been doing like one of your smoothies with your cottage cheese and milk and and strawberries and and the, you know, the almond butter. And that's actually been quite a satisfying smoothie for me. I've enjoyed a lot of the recipes, but also I've enjoyed where we meet together as a group once a week. And first of all, you tell us a little bit about training and then we break up into group sessions and we talk about goals yeah. or we talk about food or we talk about other issues and Actually, I I probably really have enjoyed a lot of the group sessions and meeting other people and other group members. Is yeah. there any reason why you do it that way instead of like a yeah. different? form?
1: Yeah. So I think there's uh you know when when I launched this community, what I really wanted was to create this positive uh, environment where we can learn from each other, where we can learn different strategies and where we can really celebrate food. So within the community, I have a a growing recipe collection where everyone can submit, uh, you know, types of recipes that they wanna see. And so right now we have over 85 different recipes on there and they are growing each month and you also have a daily recipe and that's designed to really celebrate food and hopefully find something that that you love that's easy and of course that's uh satiating and nourishing. And then with the weekly calls again a big big purpose is to connect to share strategies and to learn from each other. I think that something that's missing in a lot of programs is that personal connection and having the opportunity to learn from others who are going through similar challenges as you are. What I always say, you know, I, I of course have lots of one-on-one clients and I always say, look, I'm going to have a bunch of strategies but I'm not going to have all of the strategies. And I think that when we're in a community space, you can learn from each other. So every time I get onto that call, I learn something from one of my clients or one of one of the community members on the call because they've found a new way of supporting themselves uh, in accomplishing their goals. And so I think the community is so valuable to be able to actually implement strategies into your life in a way that makes sense for you Um, and i also think that just sharing goals with others can help to hold you more accountable to those goals so just the act of getting into those breakout rooms sharing your goals really thinking out those goals that can be really helpful to hold yourself accountable and make sure that you are reaching the goals that you want to accomplish um, so that's why I, I built it in that way. And I always do that education piece at the beginning as well to continuously be able to learn so that you can learn, uh, how to best support yourself.
0: Cause I think, you know, food itself, it's kind of a journey. And, and one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, anyone that might be listening to me knows that I spend a large part of my time in Vietnam, which Vietnam, we basically eat a lot of fresh, we don't have processed foods or all type processed foods. Mm -hmm. We, um, of course we have them, but it's not something which, you know, if if we want to, if I want to make salsa, I go out and I get the fresh vegetables and make the salsa. You know, anything processed can tend to be, you know, quite a bit more expensive, or we just, just not as much as it is here here in the United States or Canada or Europe or other places. And one of the things I really love about your program, it's really about eating fresh and foods, which, you know, make you feel full or satiated, right? Which it kind of seems that, a lot of the research today has been going towards that more. Do you do you do you feel that or not? Where they're saying that people need to eat more of the fresh foods and feel, um, and you know, eat foods that are more nutrient dense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that the biggest step that you can take towards improving your nutrition is. Moving from higher processed foods towards lower processed foods. Uh, I think, you know, in in general, if you are eating a diet that is mostly whole foods, fresh foods, and you have a good variety in there in terms of the types of foods that you're eating, I think that is is most largely associated with nutrition and wellness benefits um I, I you know we we can get into all the different uh, approaches that that people have within the the industry and i really think that moving towards as you say those fresh foods that are non-processed i think that is a great way to get started on on your nutrition journey and it's certainly something that i encourage clients to do you know throughout their journey
0: okay great great Can you tell us a little bit about those who may not know a little bit about the Always Hungry?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Always Hungry um, is a book that was published in 2016, and it was created by Dr. David Ludwig um, and his wife, Chef Dawn Ludwig. Um the book takes a very different approach to dieting than we may have seen in you know in a, a traditional diet culture. So instead of placing emphasis on calories, the Always Hungry program really places emphasis on satiating foods that are wholesome, that are natural and um that are lower in carbohydrates. So It When we look at the Always Hungry program, what I love about it, it it starts out with a two-week, what they call phase one reset phase. And during this time, you are limited on on carbohydrates that you consume and you're eating a little bit more uh, fats and high quality proteins and uh, fruits and vegetables. And then over time, so after that two-week period, You start to slowly incorporate some of those uh, other carbohydrates back in. So, you might wanna try some brown rice or some quinoa or some sweet potatoes, uh, and you just see how your body feels. And what I love about the program is it really is based on whole foods and how do you feel when you have them. So, they look at five different metrics uh, when they're measuring your progress. So, they look at energy level satiety. So that's more, you know, do you want something more after you eat? Or do you feel like that was a satiating meal? Uh, Your cravings, your hunger, and your overall sense of wellness. And so it really emphasizes how you're feeling. And again, making sure you're eating a lot of different whole foods, and finding out which carbohydrates allow you to feel your best and which carbohydrates may actually be increasing your hunger, increasing your cravings, uh, or maybe even reducing your energy levels. So I like it because it is very individualized. uh, And it is, again, based on the science that Dr. Ludwig has conducted over the past uh, number of years. I guess we're coming out on seven years now since the book was published. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, I love the program and uh, I love being able to help people through that.
0: And one of the great things about it is like the keto diet, of course, which has you know, been popular, is actually a very strict diet and um, it can be a diet which can be hard for people to live on long term.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the keto diet, just as you say it, it's very restrictive. So it's a very, very low carbohydrate diet. Um And this program is a lot more freeing. So you have a lot more options and it's really your body is guiding you towards what feels best for you.
0: Well, one of the great things about the Always Hungry program is it is still low carb, of course, in the sense that um, it it has a lower carb emphasis, but it also has an emphasis on you can eat fruit, you can eat some sweet potatoes, uh, you can eat some brown rice.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely a a lower carb diet. Uh, a, you know, in comparison to uh, I guess a, a standard American diet, it is definitely a lower carbohydrate option. And you're right. So it's really looking at the quality of the carbs. So you are having whole intact grains. So uh, you know, as you say, you're having quinoa, brown rice, sweet potato. And again, you're guiding yourself in deciding what, which ones allow you to feel your best. Um, But we're still focusing on those whole real fresh carbohydrate sources rather than looking at the processed or refined carbohydrates. So again, it goes back to that quality. And it is absolutely still a low carbohydrate uh, um, diet protocol. It's actually quite similar. So there are three phases. Phase one is the lowest carbohydrate. Then you move into phase two um, and then phase three. And phase three is actually very similar to the Mediterranean diet, which is about 40% carbohydrate, 40% fat and 20% protein. And so the Mediterranean diet specifically has been shown to be quite beneficial for a lot of different uh, health conditions. And so you kind of get taken on this journey from a lower carbohydrate diet to that Mediterranean diet, which is still relatively low in carbohydrates. And you sort of find where you feel best between that, that phase one and that Mediterranean way of eating. And so you land somewhere between those and you find what allows you to feel your best.
0: And it's almost a bit like um, they were saying like, you know, eating the way maybe your great grandmother or your grandmother ate.
1: Yeah, a lot of those, you know, luscious foods, right? So we went through the, I'm I'm sure many of us went through that low-fat diet craze, and uh, I mean, it's still around today as well, where we miss out on all those luscious foods, right? The butter, uh, the, you know, the lovely seared meats, the rich, full-fat Greek yogurts, and we're bringing those back and you would be so surprised to see how <laughs> full and energized you feel with those.
0: Yeah. And, and what, what's fascinating to me is like, um, because I, you know, I, I think, you know, I've been quite an advocate of, I've read this book called um, Anti-Processed People, which mm-hmm. is by Dr. Chris Van Tolkien in UK, who did some research about processed foods. And even like Greek yogurt you take, for example, right? You can go to the grocery store and one of them you buy could be processed and the other could be basically healthy.
1: Yeah, and I mean, within our society, it can be so hard to decipher what is actually in the in- foods that you're buying. You know, a, a lot of times it it takes really looking into the ingredient list to see what that food is. And it's it's really unfortunate because as you said earlier, you know, other countries, it's a lot easier to find these whole foods. In our uh, country, uh, it seems to be a lot more challenging to find fresh, whole foods. Uh, and like I say, it's like a scavenger hunt through those ingredient lists, well, trying well, to find real.
0: If I could make a comment here, yeah. uh, it can be not only easier, it's cheaper. Like in Vietnam, it's much cheaper for me to eat fresh than deep processed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a big part of marketing. So the food industry, uh, marketing strategies, you know, if you put certain terms like healthy or natural or uh, this term or that term, you can increase the price and uh, of, of the products that you're selling. So oftentimes we see uh, the, the healthier food options as quite a bit more expensive than something that is is processed. Uh, which again is is quite unfortunate.
0: It is, you know, I think I think in I think in the Western world, in a lot of ways, it's cheaper to process and and more convenient than it is to eat fresh and whole.
1: Mm-hmm. I think absolutely more convenient, and I think it's still absolutely possible to eat a healthy diet on a budget. I just think it's a lot. It it is a lot more challenging. You have to be able to find those foods. Uh, you need a little bit of culinary education to know how to best prepare those foods. And absolutely, it is less convenient, right? So they really mm-hmm. make those ultra processed foods convenient, accessible, the easy option, the easy, fast and cheap option. And I, I think it's something that certainly needs to be changed uh, for, for the overall wellness and health of North America.
0: And so one of the great things about your community is that you're basically, I just want to repeat, maybe you could tell me if this is correct. You're, you know, basically a lot of your, your, your focus is about helping people to be able to change their life through being, um, giving recipes and ideas and setting goals. You know, it's not necessarily a diet. This is a way of life. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I cook fresh? How do I cook? uh things that are going to be more healthy for me and still have them taste good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that that you're spot on with that, right? So the community is about putting this into your life in a way that is practical, enjoyable, and doable for a long period of time. And I think that's missing in in a lot of health and wellness uh, programs. So I think a lot of times we'll see diets where maybe you get a meal plan, maybe you get a day-by-day guide of what to do. And I think what's really important for sustainable health is to have strategies where, okay, if you are busy, if you're working, you know, 8am until 6pm, what can you do to help yourself eat healthier in those situations? What's really important is setting small goals, making a plan to reach that goal having tools such as as recipes resources and ideas so that you can implement those strategies into your life in a way that makes sense um and i think that's uh you know a a really big part of the community and and what i try and do and and help people to to achieve
0: well, I, you know, I, I love it. You know, those that are listening, if you're looking for some way to be able to do, as we say the you know, the, the trifecta of health, which is, you know, freshness, fullness and fitness. I hope that you'll look up Kinsey in the community because it really is a great support and a way to, to be able to maybe change your life. I, I recently saw the series, the blue zone. I don't know if you saw that on Netflix.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And what really struck me on that is, you know, all all those people that were living, you know, healthy lives into their hundreds and nineties, first of all, we're not eating processed foods.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nobody drank soda and they all really ate fresh foods, just the way you're telling us that we need to eat.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, fresh foods move a little bit more often and uh, you know, d- don't make things so complicated. Try and find solutions that work for you. It may not be the same for everybody. And honestly, it won't be the same for everybody. But you're absolutely right. Eat more real whole foods, move your body a little more often and do things that that work for your lifestyle.
0: Well, Kenzie, thank you so much for taking the time, you know, a few minutes today to be able to tell us more about what you do and And just to, you know, help us all to be able to live healthier lives.
1: Yeah, I mean, thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, It was awesome to be able to share a little bit about myself. Um, And uh, I I hope this was interesting for all of you listening.
0: Well, thank you so much. We'd like to really thank Kinsey Osborne. We're going to put a link in the description uh, for the podcast. If you'd like to go on and to check out her community or you'd like to be able to contact Kinsey directly yourself, ask any questions or find out more about what she does. You can also find her on our website under one of the resources page. Um, She's listed as one of our resources. If you are interested, go to Reluctant Low Carb Life and you can go to our resources page and you can find the information for her there and be able to contact her directly there. I should point out that this is not anything to do with, I'm not an affiliate with her. I'm basically just someone who enjoys her community and want to share it with other people that are out there so they can actually help change their lives. Because this is all about us. I really believe about us working together to become better, to become healthier and to improve our lives, even if it's just step-by-step and a little bit by little bit. Kenzie, do you have anything to add at the end or, or not?
1: No, I think that's uh fantastic. And again, thank you so much for doing this. I think it is so important to, uh, you know, to share and help each other through our own journeys. And I love that you are doing that in all the work that you do. I'm so happy to have you a part of, as a part of the community. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward to continuing both of our journeys together and hopefully, uh, having some of your listeners join in on all the fun as well.
0: Well, thank you so much.
1: All right. Thanks, Anita.